0: Hello and welcome to John's Media Show, we'll talk about media and other stuff. Now before I get started my review of Scream 4, I'd like to give a shout out to any friends or family that may be tuning in to listen to me today, and I hope you enjoy the show. And for any new listeners that may be tuning in to listen to me today, I'd like to talk to you about how I critique any sort of media. So how I critique any sort of media is based on its entertainment value. I'll look at the pros and cons. If the pros away the cons, it will get a higher rating. If the cons away the pros, it will get a lower rating. If it's mediocre, the pros or cons will be about equal. I try and keep my reviews as spoiler-free as possible, but in some cases I do need to get into spoiler territory, since it may be a major part in my review. But I'll give you plenty of warning before I get into those spoilers. So people who don't want the experience spoiled. Don't get the experience spoiled. I have two unique rating systems. The first is unique to whatever medium I'm critiquing. So for films I use popcorns. Because that's only what you eat when you go to the cinema. For video games I use video game controllers. Because that's only what you play video games with. And for TV shows, I use televisions because that's only what you watch TV shows on. The second rating system is because I'm a film collector, more specifically on um, Blu-ray or digital iTunes HD, I use this as a helpful um, guide for any other media collectors that may be tuning in to listen to me today. So at the bottom, we have to skip it. This is where whatever I'm critiquing has no entertainment value whatsoever not even it's so bad it's good like Batman and Robin that you can laugh at how ridiculous and over the top everything is Rent It slash Stream It is where for example if the film has come out recently in cinemas and I think it's good but not good enough for you to f- for you to go out um, and spend your money, time or potentially fuel depending on where your local cinema is. And you can wait three or four months for it to come out on DVD and Blu-ray to rent or on streaming services like Disney Plus or Netflix. Then I say rent it slash stream it. See it once is also using the same example where if the film is currently recently in cinemas and I think it's good enough for you to go see it once and then be done with it then I say see it once. But the highest honour is obviously to buy it on Blu-ray. This is where whatever I'm critiquing has great entertainment value and you'll never get tired of watching or playing the video game. So now we're hanging into... Screen 4. This is directed by Wes Craven. The screenplay is written by Kevin Williamson. The cast stars David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, Hayden P, Anthony Anderson, Alison Bree, Adam Brody, Rory Culkin, Miriam Jaffe, Eric Kunson, Mary MacDonald, Marley Shelton, and Nico T. So the synopsis reads, The film takes place on the 15th anniversary of the original Woodsboro murders, and involves Sidney Prescott returning to the town after 10 years, where Ghostface once again begins killing students from Woodsboro High. The film received mixed reviews from critics, with praise for the performances, direction and humour, and criticism for its lack of scares and reliance on cliched formulas. However, many considered it to be an improvement of its predecessor, Scream 3, and has enjoyed several positive reappraisals since, particularly for its president, precedent examination of the impact of social media. Like the previous Scream films, this opening is effective, The film pulls the rug out from underneath you in a clever way, not once, but twice. The returning cast do well as always, with Dewey, played again by David Arquette, and Gale, played again by Courtney Cox, having an interesting conflict for some of the film. It was also intriguing to see Eric Kunson in here, since he played Daniel Matthews in Saw 2. Most of the screen films are known for being self-aware, this is no exception. This time, they take a remakes, which was done in a good way, and the rules they talked about made sense. Once again, I would disagree with the critics' consensus here. Craven directs the horror scenes well, with a lot of the tension for the characters' lives. As it states earlier, it does examine the impact of social media, which comes into play multiple times in the film, with a lot of truth behind what they comment about. Marco Bertrami's film score was once again forgettable with a lot of the compositions used in the film not really sticking around in terms of memorability. Despite being a whodunit, in my opinion, I don't think they really plant clues for the audience to figure out who is the killer. When they revealed it, I wasn't really surprised and so made sense why they do it. It's weird, despite the sequels not really liked by the critics, I like the sequels more so than the original. Screen Four is no exception. Touting effective horror and great performances, why wouldn't say to go out of your way to see this film, it's still potentially worth a watch if you're a huge fan of the the Scream franchise. Four popcorns out of five, see it once. I'm John Scott, this is John's Media Show on Fish FM, and we're heading into a music break. And I'll see you after the break. And that was Jewel of the Fates, composed by Samuel Kim um, from the um, EP of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker epic tribute. Though there's no Y for Sky, so it's just SK. So this is a remix or reinterpretation of John Williams's. Um, Jewel of the Fates from Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Now, it's actually um, I usually don't like um, remixes or um, another composer doing the um, a, a, a certain composition. In this case, say Jewel of the Fates, because usually from. What, I'm not 100% sure on this, but usually, if you get two composers um, to do the exact piece of music, they'll be both different, even though it's the exact sheath music that they're using, because the conductor, or much sure of the exact terminology, but the, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it would be the conductor, would interpret it differently from um, the original composer. But in this case, um, Samuel Kim did a really good job with um, putting his own spin um, on it, but um, keeping some of the essence. And I actually came across this in a video essay on... Was it... Yeah, Episodes um, 6's Climax, and they used this particular piece um, of music i'm pretty sure in the video and they credited samuel kim's youtube channel which also is on spotify anyway i'm john scott this is john's Mania show on fish fm and we're heading back into a music break and i'll see you after the break And that was Victory, Celebration, Slash End Title Medley. Composed by John Williams. From the film score of Star Wars Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. So this plays right at the end of Episode 6. When they're celebrating on Endor with the Ewoks. Since they've defeated their Empire. And then it transitions into the end credits. I'm John Scott. This is John's Mania Show on Fish FM. And we're heading back into a music break. And I'll see you after the break. And that was Man of Steel, in brackets, Hans' original sketchbook, composed by Hans Zimmer, from the film score of Man of Steel. So the title suggests suggest this is just um, Hans's ideas for the film score for Man of Steel. So you can hear some of the themes that are used in um, the film that, yeah, you will be able to hear. Welcome back to John's Media Show, where we talk about media and other stuff. Now, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this session today. But I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to listen to me today. Because otherwise, I'd just be in a room, photo computers, a control panel, speaking into a microphone, all by myself. If you'd like me to critique anything, please go to fishfm.net. We can go to our Facebook page, And leave me a post via the visitors' posts with your recommendation and the hashtag John's Media Show. If I pick a recommendation, I'll give a shout out to whoever did so. Don't forget to listen to Podcast Creed right here on the top of the South through FishFM.net and the AccessMedia.nz app, where you can find my show and many others. I hope you have all had a wonderful day at school and or work. I think school's back, um, is... uh, Term 1 has now commenced. So, um, hope you're... If you've got children at, um, some form of school, that's going okay for them. Um, especially since I think they would have had to go to school on Friday and then because of White Day observed, they would have to go, um... Yeah, just for one day last week and then come back on Tuesday this week. So (laughs) I can imagine I'd be pretty annoyed if I was still going to school then. But I'm John Scott. This is John's Mania Show on Fish FM. And I'll hopefully see you all next time. Bye-bye.